What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Sav Show. My name is Civilian. I am the host of this motherfucker. Yeah. Anyway, today we're diving into a couple of topics. Um, so I'm writing a blog post at the moment. It's called Your Greatest Weapons as an Indie Artist. The two things I'm talking about, personal branding and compounding. Okay, let's dive into it. So I'm going to try something different today. I'm going to be kind of reading from a script, but I just feel like it'll be a more efficient way to get my ideas and my thoughts across so that uh, you guys can have a more concise, more clear idea to chew on while you're walking around or whatever, whatever. Anyway, so with all the artificial intelligence and Web3 chat around, it's safe to say that artists can become very quickly overwhelmed and confused on what to do next and where to put their energy, right? A lot of things happening in the world, a lot of people having conversations about Web3, you know, ChatGPT this, MidJourney that, uh, NFT this, fucking blockchain that. There's a lot of there's a lot of things out there in a world full of technological leaps forward. Your biggest assets to help you stay on track as a creator, in my opinion, are one, personal branding, two, compounding. Now, both of those require you to zoom out from the day-to-day, okay? Um, they require you to tune out the bullshit and just do the work, right? Results are a lagging indicator for effort. What that means is, the results for the work you do today won't be seen tomorrow, next week, or maybe even the year after that, many years to come, right? That doesn't matter though. It doesn't mean we don't do the work. It means that we just do the work and just trust the process, trust that the results will show up, right? Applying a concerted effort to both of these two points on a daily basis will ensure not only that you reach your destination, but that you get there quicker than anticipated, saving you time energy and money right now let's break them down number one personal brand now i got a little i got a little meme in here if you if you're looking at the blog post i might put it on the video it says um you're a ghost driving a meat coated skeleton made from stardust riding a rock hurtling through space fear nothing okay now it's a little tongue-in-cheek uh you know it's funny to imagine that you're a ghost driving a meat coated skeleton made from stardust riding a rock hurtling through space that's kind of funny um, and, and it actually is has this very calming and humbling effect when you can kind of um, picture that because at the end of the day, it's just so preposterous and, and unique and crazy and insane that, you know, we're alive to begin with and that, you know, we exist at this time and that, you know, if you're lucky enough to have health, wealth, love and happiness in your life, that you're privileged with all, all of those beautiful things. Um you know, there's just so much to be, oh, let me just adjust this. There's so much, there's so much good. There's so much to be grateful for um, that you just kind of have to chuckle at the insanity of everything sometimes. You are a human, aka a meat-coated ghost, right? And nothing can replace you, not your exact experiences anyway. That is what makes you important and special. So lean into that, okay? Use social media to connect with your audience and tell your story slash Share who you are and what's important to you. Put yourself out there. Be raw. Be vulnerable. Go all the way with it, right? Go get yourself some haters. Okay, now Isaac John, aka Ice, aka the CEO of YKTR. Now he he has this thing where he talks about how uh, KPI, uh, sorry, haters are a KPI, and I think he 
you know, kind of coined this term. Maybe someone else did. I don't know. But I heard it from him quite frequently. Haters are a KPI in, I think, 2021 or 2022, whenever he first said it. But it's relevant today, right? The reason I say that is because if nobody hates you, it means that nobody can love you, right? Why? Because the opposite of love, hate, okay? If these things, if neither one of these things can exist on a spectrum, that means a spectrum don't exist. It means that you're too vanilla. It means that you sit in the middle. It means that you're not giving anyone something to grab onto, right? Now, I say this because I think definitely, you know, at times um, my content is too like vanilla or has been too vanilla. Uh, you know, what's been more important to me is not offending anyone, is keeping everyone happy. You know, it's kind of like trying to trying to have my cake and eat it too. And the world don't work like that. Unfortunately, you got to make some people hate you in order to get some people to love you. And the way, the way that I think about it is like this, right? I would rather have, I would rather have a hundred people hate me if a thousand people love me over 10,000 people that go, eh, Savvy's eh, he seems all right. He seems like a good bloke. You know, I would rather a thousand people be screaming my name, be fucking ready to buy tickets as soon as I put them out, be ready to pre-save that song as soon as I put it out. You know, everyone's heard the fucking story about, you know, um, Kevin Kelly or Tom Kelly, Kevin Kelly's a thousand true fans. You know, the, the, the note that he wrote there about how you only really need a thousand true fans to, to create like a music business around. Uh, that's, that's some real shit. You only really need a thousand people who are going to genuinely love you and adore you and just kind of consume all of your content, buy all of your products, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Rather than 10,000 people who will like, like a post every now and then share a story, uh, share, share a song to their story, uh, drop a comment on a YouTube video. Like 10,000 of those people are like, yeah, I could do without them. That's vanity. That's vanity. They're called vanity metrics. I would rather have a thousand people that fucking love the shit out of me and a hundred people going, eat shit and die, you fucking, you know, rap, rap scum. I would rather that. Um, so yeah, go get yourself some haters. Put yourself out there. Access to creative tools has most mostly been democratized to the point where creating world-class art is now cheaper and more attainable than ever before. Sure, there will always be nuance around taste and excellence, but there is no denying that the gap between the top 10% and the bottom 10% has shrunk significantly in the in recent years due to tools like CapCut, Logic Pro, Lander, which is an AI-powered mastering tool, um, Canva, ChatGPT, you know, the list goes on and on. All of these tools just mean that the top 10% of art being created and the bottom 10% are just closer, right? You can still obviously tell the difference between like great, great art. Like there's there's no denying that a fucking Kendrick Lamar um, record is going to be infinitely better than, you know, something that someone at the bottom who's just started their journey is going to put out, who's just playing around on GarageBand. Like there's no denying, you know, those kind of gaps. But the average is definitely getting closer. And, and, and that means that the thing that's going to start to make us... It's like, for example, if I wanted a fucking world-class hip-hop beat 10 years ago, do you know how hard that was for me to access? I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. It, it, it didn't happen. If I, if I wanted to go source a producer to give me a world-class hip-hop beat 10 years ago, 
it was fucking impossible. Not only was it impossible, it was expensive as hell. I had to fucking, I had to sell a, a, a rib, a couple of ribs, a couple of ribs in a lung just to get one. And I couldn't afford all of that. I could afford maybe one rib, maybe half a lung, couldn't afford both ribs in a, in a fucking lung. But, but here I am like, you know, forking those things out to, in order to get the beat. Nowadays, jump on BeatStars, jump on YouTube, jump on wherever the fuck you want. The other, the other day I found a dude on YouTube, right? And he's and I'm buying this beat that's going to be on my EP. Uh, he's from Nepal. I, I found him on YouTube. I emailed him. We'd done the transaction. I think it was maybe 100, 150 Aussie uh, I paid for this beat. And this beat is fucking beautiful. This is a beautiful piece of hip-hop music that uh, I got from some kid in Nepal that like just, you know, come up with this like pretty funky thing, had a nice little sample in it. So... Yeah, it's it's just mind blowing. The, the the accessibility is just kind of like it's it's through the roof at the moment. So the thing that will continue to set people apart is their personal brand, their lens, their experiences, and how they communicate those to the world in their most stunning forms. Right? Put your personal brand on show. Put your unique perspective on show. Talk your shit like no one else is watching. Be bold. Be brave. Okay. So let's talk about personal brand now. In terms of compounding, there's a little graphic here. You'll be able to see it right now. Um, these are just numbers I made up. Year one, year two, year three, and then you see it kind of hockey stick. Now, I just made this shit up. These are, these are not real numbers, but this is just an example of what it does actually look like when you are focused on the compounding effect. You don't see it straight away. You don't see the results overnight, but eventually they start to catch up. Like I said, up the top there, results are a lagging indicator for effort. So year one, year two, year three, tons of effort, little results, okay? Year four, same effort, more results. Year five, all of a sudden, the same amount of effort, maybe a little bit more effort, is yielding much, much larger outsized results. And that's what compounding does, okay? So in the words of Dan Coe, who's a who's an online creator and educator that I'm a big fan of, um, probably a whole heap of other smart people have said this as well, nothing happens. And then everything happens, okay? Nothing happens and then everything happens. It's like, you know, you, you, you spend all day, every day focusing on something only to see no results, but then you give up because you don't see any results. What's important is that you stop focusing on the nothing and you start worrying about being ready for the everything because the everything will come. If you don't, if you just zoom out, if you, if you pay less attention to the nothing and you brace yourself for the fucking, for the tidal wave that is everything that will come inevitably if you stay the course, you know, then you'll be way, way better served. Your, your energy, your time will be way better served, okay? One definition of compounding uh, is that reckon, in brackets, interest on previously accumulated interest. What that essentially means is that compounding is adding stuff to stuff, okay? So if you take one, in, in, in terms of compounding, one plus one equals three, okay? An effort today plus an effort tomorrow equals a little bit more. So some examples of previously accumulated interests in regard to being an artist, new industry-related relationships, books that you have read on certain topics, either it's skills or mindset, um, real life experiences that you've had. So like a breakup, a, a fight, a, a loss, showing up for a recording session when you're not feeling up for it. 
jumping on a podcast interview and sharing your story, playing a great set for a new crowd, posting to socials consistently, sharing your personal brand. Now, those are all examples of accumulated interests. Every single time that you stack one of those on top of another one, on top of another one, you start to see the compounding effect. Now, you might not see the whole compounding effect initially, but eventually you will. You stack those wins long enough, you will see something. I don't know what it looks like exactly, but you just got to trust, right? You won't see the compounding working, but it is. This is where trust for the process and the path you're on comes into play. This is exactly when you don't look up or look around. This is when you dig your head in the sand and you don't come up for air until you can hear the roar of the crowd as you enter the arena. This is what we play for. This is this is why we do the work, okay? You show up every single day. You focus on your personal branding. You focus on the fact that you are putting in effort that will eventually lead to results later on and you just do that. You wake up, you do it again. You wake up, you do it again. It's boring, but this is a job. This is what's required, okay? I say all of this, okay? I say all of this to be taken with such a grain of salt. You are looking at a man who has spent the majority of his life not investing in his personal brand. Actually, no, I take that back. I, I invest in my personal brand, just not consistently, okay? The number one thing that I have avoided, right, is compounding. Too often I have taken time off. Too often I have taken breaks, okay? That's where you lose all of the effects of compounding. The compounding only works when you stay at it consistently, time and time again, day after day, hour after hour for weeks, months, years on end, okay? You don't look up for four years, five years, and eventually you're exactly where you thought you would be. That's the scary part of it. You can't look up, all right? Trust, trust yourself, trust your personal brand, trust what you're building, trust the compounding effect, stick your head down, do the work, and the winds will catch up to you, okay? My name is Sav. This is a Sav show. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I'll catch you next week. Let's go. Go.